Valar Morgulis. Valar Duhai. Welcome to Southside Westeros, where we explore the world of Game of Thrones. From the fist of the first man to the catacombs of the Red Keep, no secrets will be safe from us. Enter and forever be changed. There is only one God, and his name is Death. And there is only one thing we say to Death. Not to death. Hello. Now you know I could not stay away from a friend such as you for very long. So I came back. But we're not going off course. We're still doing what I said we would do, which is take a hiatus and focus on the upcoming House of the Dragon so that we can cover it in depth for you. But I didn't want us to lose communication. So what I've decided is that for the next few weeks, I'm going to release some of the first patron-only episodes. They were done early on in the podcast, so there's a slight level of crudeness to them, but I tried to give you some information. We didn't go deep, but uh, we wanted to discuss uh, some of the religions of Westeros. And so for the next three weeks, we will be Releasing those, some shorter, some longer than others. And since this first one was rather short in comparison to what you're used to in this podcast, I decided to drop another pseudo episode. I'll call this episode H1 because this is about House of the Dragon. So what I decided was we'll go over some of... Not necessarily the public knowledge, but what we've been given by HBO uh, in expectations of the season premiere on August 21st, 2022. So we're just going to talk impromptu. Got some notes here. Uh, Didn't really script this one out. I, I felt that it just should be a conversation between you and I and. I'll try to be informative and not uh, mudge it up a little bit. But this, however, will be uh, probably a few podcast long series as well. Not in depth. Again, not in depth, but um, just to introduce you and give you an idea of what to expect come August. And as the time grows closer, your excitement should grow. Now, we're going to have 10 episodes. I'm excited about that. Um, The list of actors are interesting, to say the least. I'm excited about a good friend of mine, Matt Smith. I have followed his career, and and he has so generously uh, put a stamp on on Southside Westeros, and he was actually one of the early supporters of this podcast. So I may be slightly biased, but uh, I do appreciate his acting style, and I do think he's going to bring great things to the role of Damon Targaryen. Eva Best, uh, Olivia Cook, Patty Costandine, Emma Darcy, Steve Toussaint, Uh, Just to name a few, we have a lot of uh, great artists 
uh, that should provide us with a good interpretation of George's product that he's putting out. George is the executive producer. Uh, and I'm hoping, again, I'm hoping that uh, we will get a version of his vision. I do believe when the show went away, the show being Game of Thrones, went away from George's vision, that's when many of the controversial things that are still spoken about today, between you and I actually, came into being. Now, whether you call it House of the Dragon or you call it Game of Thrones House of the Dragon, it's been in existence or ordered technically since uh, October 2019. And uh, due to the COVID pandemic or epidemic, it was pushed back several times. It is one of many planned sequels. One being recently announced, which we are also going to go into as we get more details, but there will be a uh, another Game of Thrones starring Jon Snow, and it will be a continuation of A Song of Ice and Fire. So that in itself is extremely exciting, but also worrisome, but we won't jump into that just yet. We may have a talk about that on Instagram or even on YouTube in the near future as more details come out because it is in development. So anything we talk about would be subjective. And while it would be fun, it's always fun to dream, isn't it? It's always fun to uh, imagine what could be. I would prefer to give them a chance to develop this thing. I don't want them to develop it under scrutiny. Because that's when things get messed up, when mistakes get made. But this iteration, House of the Dragon, goes back approximately 200 years to the center. And the beginning and end, <laughs> uh, what would you say, the beginning of the end? of the once all-powerful dynasty that dominated the seven kingdoms of Westeros. Now, what we we want to focus on is the fact that this is not a fly-by-night idea. And I do believe that many assume that incorrectly, that this was something that was thrown together to try to profit off of the Game of Thrones fever. However, this was actually originally pitched by George back in 2016. Now, when HBO Max launched in 2020, this was a centerpiece of that. Because the first installment of the prequel book was actually published in 2018. So even though the source material was there, they were planning on this for a long time. Now, the title of the show derives from a passage from a Game of Thrones chapter 3, Daenerys 1. The water was scalding hot, but Daenerys did not flinch or cry out. She liked the heat. It made her feel clean. Besides, her brother 
had often told her that it was never too hot for a Targaryen. Ours is the house of the dragon, he would say. The fire is in our blood. Now, the premise of this, the prequel series, I should say, finds the Targaryen dynasty at the absolute apex of its power. With more than 15 dragons under the yoke, and we've just been confirmed that there will be 17, but there's an asterisk there, so we could see more. I I, I would say maybe dragon babies and all these kind of things. Um, Most empires, though, real or imagined, crumbled from such heights. Now, in the case of the Targaryens, they slow fall that would plague them begins almost 193 years before the events of Game of Thrones, when King Viserys Targaryen breaks with a century of tradition by naming his daughter heir to the Iron Throne. But when Viserys later fathers a son, the court is shocked when she retains her status as the heir, which seeds division and friction across the realm. Now, you're going to have prominent houses like you did in Game of Thrones. Of course, the main one being the House Targaryen, the House of the Dragon. They're the the centerpiece. So you have Patty. He's going to play King Viserys. You got Matt Smith, who is going to be Prince Damon. Uh, Emma Darcy will be Millie. Um, Emma Darcy and Millie Alcock, excuse me. Will be, will be Rhaenyra Targaryen <laughs> and uh, Tom, Glenn Carney, Jake Hurd, and Rory Hurd will be Prince Aegon Targaryen. And I don't want to give any more spoilers. Um, so we're just going to say there's a few other Targaryens. Now, there will be also House Hightower. House Hightower believe it or not, is um, a vassal house for the Reach. And they technically hold fealty to House Tyrell. The seat is the high tower located in the great city of Old Town. The oldest and greatest and second most populated city in Westeros. This is going to be a factor. Again, I'm not giving any spoilers, but this is going to be a factor because this was the beginning of High Garden. Okay? I I just, again, I don't, I, I don't want to spoil this for you. I don't want to jump ahead. We're, we're just having this conversation, so we may be coming to epiphanies at the same time. But uh, even though House Hightower won't be represented by a lot of people, it will serve as prominence. Now, then we go to House Valarian. And House Valarian, as the name may suggest, or House Valarian of Driftmark, is a noble house in the Crown Lands and one of the few houses of the Seven Kingdoms besides the Targaryens that originated in Essos. 
Now, their seat is Driftmark, an island in Blackwater Bay, located just west of Dragonstone. Now, for other purposes, this house will be very, very prominent. And it also serves as a long-awaited, a long-awaited diversity um, that we didn't see in a Game of Thrones. And when I say that, I think the the diversity of the population was underserviced in Game of Thrones. We could have benefited more from exploring Volantis and Essos and even Dorne. I think a lot of the minorities were, were painted to be antagonists, even. And in very negative light, to be honest with you. Uh, was it by design? Was it unintentional? We, we, we'll get into that at some point. But I do think there was a need um, to hush those whispers. And that's where Valarion comes from. And not only are they prominent, they're not just stuck in there. They're not just put in there just to have some diverse characters. They're going to be prominent to the story. And I think you are going to resonate with them more so than maybe initially believed. But this is all uh, all from your master of whispers head. But I will tell you, uh, there's some names in here that will take you to a song and ice, a song of ice and fire. Now we have House Strong of Harrenhal. Again, a lot of these houses uh, they do show up later, and and to understand where they came from may let you understand where their status was later on in Game of Thrones. So this is in the Riverlands, obviously. And uh, Harrenhal, uh, which was the seat and the castle, was granted uh, granted to them by House Haraway. Again, we're just, I'm not getting deep into these things, guys. I'm not. I am only giving you where this is coming from. Okay. I'm only giving you the 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 little bits and pieces and I want you to find this information so we can talk about it more in detail but the information is shoddy at best and and this is not a spoiler podcast so I'm sorry if the the assumption was there it was just an introduction it's not very long it's just going to be what we have seen you do have house lannister in this it is there um, primarily Jason Lannister, the Lord of Castle Rock, and there's a twin, and, and quite honestly, he's a twin, which is going to say something. I've looked deep into this; I have, and I think purposefully there are spider webs that are being weaved to bring you back to Game of Thrones. Now, why is this important? 
I don't think this timing of the Jon Snow continuation story was accidental. And I do believe that they are trying to masterfully connect all three stories. And this is why paying attention, not just for connections to Game of Thrones, but paying attention to beginning storylines that continued through and that will see the results of those in the Game of Thrones continuation starring my man, my man, Jon Snow. But who should we have in that, people? I mean, God, what name comes to mind, right? What name comes to mind when you, when you think, who who should be with Jon Snow? Now, if we remember the end of that show, uh, Jon Snow goes off into the north, and, and we can all assume that he became the king beyond the wall. So I would imagine that at least Tormund, his right-hand man, his road dog, his homie, and, of course, Ghost, the one-eared bandit, they got to be there to side. He's going to have some uh, wildlings here and there, maybe a warg or two, if you can find one. He may, uh, knowing John, he's probably not going to be remarried. I mean, every time he lays with a woman, she dies. So uh, I don't, what what are we going to see? What does he do? What What new threat can rise up? Is there a threat to Bran? Is there a threat to Sansa? Is, is, is all of this in the north? Did we did we get he- hoodwinked and bamboozled? Was the Night King just a herald for something more treacherous and devious coming down the pike that will have to bring all of Westeros together again? But this time, we're going to bring in maybe how strong the rising of Valerion again because they were there. Throughout Game of Thrones, we just didn't see them. They were operating off to the side there, maybe west of Westeros, maybe far east. This is so exciting. This is this is amazing. I mean, I am excited. I'm like a little kid in a candy store. What is going to happen? What is going to happen? Yee. I'm like a teenage girl at a concert. But I, I, I'm I'm just as I'm looking at my map in front of me, I I got to tell you guys, I have this whiteboard and I have these little um, push pins and I have all these maps. I have a big map of Westeros and I have all the characters and I have all these spider webs that go from one character to the other. Hundreds and hundreds of years. My mind is crazy. And now that this announcement is made, I had to get a whole additional whiteboard to add in what could be and what may be. What mystical creatures have we not discovered yet in Westeros? Still in existence, still playing the background. Are the dead still something? Are there still dragons? Viserion is still flying around. I'm sorry, Drogon, Drogon, flying around. Will he come back and get revenge for his dead mother? We don't know. I'm excited. I know this was about House of the Dragon, but I had to end it up with this exciting news. Jon Snow is returning. The Jesus of George R.R. Martin's world of Westeros. He died and he was resurrected again to save the world. Amazing people. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't come uh, with anything prepared. None of this was prepared. Had a couple notes, stumbled a little bit. Said, I'm still saying uh and um way more than I want to, guys. 
I'm working on it though, please. So if it's, if it's, look, if it's bothering you, I wholeheartedly apologize. I get really excited. My mind goes a thousand miles a minute and I want to give you phone books for, for those who remember phone books. Uh, for those of you who don't, um, thousands of pages of binary code. I want to give you all of that simultaneously and in one sentence. So again, this is a journey between you and I that I get very, very amped up. And occasionally I stumble over my words more so than I want to. And I do apologize, but I thank you for being with me again. I keep getting these notices where I'm getting a lot of downloads, guys, a lot of downloads. Oh my God. So many downloads. And I appreciate you so much. So, 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 so much. That's why I couldn't just leave you hanging for this week. And when I saw that my first Patreon episode was actually 11 minutes, I forgot. It's downloaded a bunch of times. People love it. But I, I just figured I can't just leave 11 minutes. So that's why I've dropped this here. So um, I hope you enjoy. Uh hope you're excited as I am. I'm going to come back again next week. I probably won't come back with another part to this, but maybe the week after um, that show is going to be a little short too. And then I'll have some more information and maybe drop a spoiler or two, but as always hit me on any of the social media platforms. You can get me on Instagram. You can get me on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, buy me coffee, cash app, all of it guys. But I love you and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Southside Westeros. We look forward to you coming back and visiting us again. If you want to email us, you can reach us at southsidewesteros at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Southside Westeros at both Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch. We're SS Westeros at Cup of Coffee and Twitter. If you want to donate to the program to keep getting this great content, please donate to our Patreon or our cash app, both are Southside Westeros. Valodoharas. And may the mother bring seven blessings to you all. Thank you.